Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A Sunday get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jordan Mack coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Every score changed during Super Bowl 56. Someone wins $50,000 in the Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square sweepstakes. See rules and enter for free at RocketMortgageSquares.com. Well, that's exactly what I want to talk about with my next guest. I got a lot of things I want to ask him, but the Super Bowl is certainly among them. Uh, All-time great coach. He only has been doing it for around 50-plus years at the high school, college, and NFL level with six different teams. Been the head coach of six different teams. And he gets to kick back and, and enjoy this one with a couple of guys that he knows pretty well, manning the sidelines in the Super Bowl. Coach Wade Phillips joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing well, Jody. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, appreciate yeah, six different team. I was fired by a six different team, too. <laughs> Sounds like me and the radio stations that I've worked for. <laughs> yeah. If you do it long enough, you're going to get fired in hey, one place or another right. or, or six. That's right. Uh, yep. um, Coach, I appreciate uh, you coming on board. First, a quick catch-up. What do you do with your bad self if you're not coaching on an NFL sideline these days? Well, my son coached for the Rams, so we've been, you know, following them. And I was at the championship game. I'll be at the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, we're kind of living vicariously through him. Very nice. Glad to hear it. And uh, that tells me where your rooting interest lies for the big game. So I'll go the other way instead. Has uh, okay. Zach Taylor reached out to you lately? You were a former coaching mate with him on that Ram staff uh, a couple of years ago. I'm sure you were friendly with all the guys who you shared the coaching staff with. Has Coach uh, Taylor reached out to you recently? No, I haven't talked to him lately, but he's done a tremendous job. He's he. Uh, we knew when he left that he was going to do well. I I didn't know he was going to do that well, but he <laughs> really has. He's done a great job. I mean, you know. In a short amount of time, he's he's really taken them a long ways, and uh, and has a chance to win it all. It's pretty neat. It is for uh, Cincinnati Bengal fans and Coach Taylor fans out there. You're still um, tied to the Rams, as you say. Your son is still there, so you certainly are uh, in the corner of Coach McVay. When you were on that Rams staff with both of the two Super Bowl coaches. Did you know how good a staff it was that guys were not only going to excel in the roles they're in, but could get better given even bigger and better roles? Yeah, I mean, we had, you know, uh, LaFleur, LaFleur was on that staff uh, the first year I was there, too. So, I mean, right. uh, you know, he's done really well, too. So, uh, a really great coaching staff. And like I say, my son's a passing game coordinator and tight end coach for him. So, uh, hoping hoping that he gets 
uh, gets something here sooner or later. Now, uh, how did your son go over to the dark side on offense? All these coaches <laughs> we're talking about are offensive yeah, yeah. coaches and geniuses and the yeah. like. But you're a defensive guy. How do you um, let your son become an offensive coach? I don't know. He, I, I, I think in high school we lost him. Then I, I don't know. He, <laughs> he, I, he played quarterback in, in high school and college, and so I, you know he just that was his natural, uh, natural way to go, really. All right. So uh, as he's uh, growing up, uh, becoming a quarterback, becoming an offensive guy, how does he tap into your expertise? Are you able to teach him what he needs to see when he comes up to the line of scrimmage? Because you know defenses as well as you do. Well, we talk football together. You know, I mean, I was lucky enough to be with my dad, who who was a defensive coach, and so anything right. I want to know defensively. But yeah, Wes and I talk football and argue football. So. <laughs> Uh, but he, he's a really good, he's a really great coach in his own right. So, uh, uh, and, you know, being with McVay certainly helps anybody. That's what, uh, that's why I was surprised when you uh, informed me he uh, went to the dark side and was the offensive guy because you and your dad were both defensive geniuses during your time on the sideline. All right, so he's prepping for the Super Bowl this week. Um, if you're talking about things other than X's and O's with your son, just how to prep for a game of this magnitude, this is new for him, he's going into this pressurized game type thing, you've been there, done that. How much do you guys talk about non-football stuff on just keeping your calm, your demeanor, your focus needed for as big a game as a Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, he's pretty good about that. I mean, you know, he's been in a lot of big games, you know. Obviously, the one last week was the, you know, the biggest he's been in, but but uh, but they handle that pretty well. So, um, you know, I don't have much advice except keep doing what you're doing, especially when you're winning. So uh, the great thing they have going for them is they're playing at home. And, you know, they don't, they don't have to go to the hotel early. I mean, they don't have to travel. Uh, it's like a normal – it's not a normal game, but it's like a normal uh, week for them as far True. as preparation. They they go to the, the hotel the night before the game just like they do every game uh, that they play at home. So that's a little different, where, and, whereas the other team's going to be there for a week. So it'll they, be interesting. The point you make is a good one, but I do want to ask you about something – as far as having an advantage, being a home field, everything you just stated is on point. But the Super Bowl is different. It's not in front of a home crowd. Even though it's in front of your home stadium, you sleep in your bed the night before, you get dressed at your own locker that you got dressed at all year. When you go into the stadium, it'll probably be more pro-Ram than more pro-Bengal, but not 90-10 like you're used to in a regular home game. Uh, We played 50-plus years of the Super Bowl, and you never had a home team. Uh, Last year we did with Tampa, now sure enough two in a row this year with the Rams. You've been in that stadium and been there and heard the way that the crowd usually supports when it's a Ram home game, good but not great. Does that affect this game at all as a neutral site game, supposed to be neutral site, but the stadium, certainly the Rams already know. How much of a uh, factor will the crowd play or not play in this game? Yeah, I mean, because it's the Super Bowl, uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's going to be a lot, lot for each, a lot of fans for each team, I, I would expect. So, um, 
Yeah, the, you know, the field's still 53 and a third wide and 100 yards long. So, <laughs> you know, it's the same for both of them. Uh, Coach Wade Phillips, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio, has ties all over the upcoming Super Bowl, certainly with the Rams, his son being on Coach McVay's staff. Coach used to coach under Coach McVay as well during his time in uh, Los Angeles, and he knows uh, the coach of the Bengals quite well, Zach Taylor, also coming from that Rams staff. All right, so neither coach reached out to you this week. You're probably not surprised. They're both real busy or whatever. But if they did... Would you, because you've got an allegiance to your son on the Rams, would you specifically help Coach McVay if Coach Taylor reached out and said, I know you know Sean, and I got to figure something, and he laid out a scenario or a question for you, how would you handle that? Well, uh, yeah, I don't get into that either way. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, uh, it's – they don't need me to – they got where they are without me, both of them, so (laughs) – I think I think they'll they'll know what to do. Right. They keep I, doing, like I say, keep doing the things you're doing. Keep they did get the, throwing the ball well. They did get there this year without you, but both had an assistant uh, helping hand from you previously. Um, so sometimes those lines run deep. All right, as a guy who's been around the game for fifty plus years, the magnitude of the Super Bowl just seems to get bigger every single year. You correctly state the Rams have a little bit of an advantage because they are playing in their home stadium. And yeah, when you were there just a couple of years ago, there's still a couple players left on the team, certainly a couple guys left on the staff who've been through this before but for Cincinnati it's new they have very little players with uh Super Bowl experience you they didn't have playoff experience till they started on the run they were this year how different is the Super Bowl than any other game that you coach um it's unless you've been in it you really don't know so it is different you know it's uh the highs are, are higher but the lows are lower in the game you know you have to keep an even keel in, in this game more than any game that I've ever coached, you know, because something, you know, if there's an incomplete pass, if your team throws an incomplete pass, it's, it's almost like the end of the world, you know, it really isn't. It's like any other game, but just the reactions to it are, are higher and lower, in my opinion. Coach, you're a couple of years out of it now, um, but I know you're staying right on top of things because uh, trying to help your son whenever he needs help, and Ed don't know that how much he's asking you about his offensive side of the ball, but you're a football guy, and you always have been, you always will be. How much has the game changed at all in the last two years? If the first time in forever you get to take a step back and just observe have you seen particular changes? Have you noticed some things that, well, that was different than when I was coaching two years yeah. ago, four years ago, eight years ago, 10 years ago, yeah. 20 years ago, 30 years ago. What have you yeah. noticed as a fan rather than a coach? Well, obviously it's changed in, in the last 40 years, 42 years that I was in the NFL, but right. um, uh, it's, it's a little more wide open. We got more jet motion, you know, those kind of things. Usually it's the offenses are changing, you know, and the defenses have to adjust to it. So, um, so uh, you know, it's it's a little more wide open than it had been. I think uh, it it was affected by college a little bit. I think they're throwing the ball better and mother better in uh, college. So uh, we'll see. So where exactly are you going to be sitting for the game next Sunday? Uh, <laughs> probably way up in the top. 
whatever tickets I can get. We we've got some tickets, but I don't know. I don't know exactly where they are. So you're not gonna worry but about we'll, it. We'll be cheering. So. You're not going to worry about it till you get there. All right, let's finish up on this note. And it's probably a tricky question, or maybe it isn't. Um, during your 40-plus years as an NFL head coach, 50-plus, taking it back to college and high school, uh, you've been on the sidelines for so many different games, coached so many different players with different teams and the like, and you being a defensive guy, you had five guys under you who weren't pretty, who were pretty darn good, uh, not too bad, as in defensive players of the year while they were uh, under your tutelage. And I'm talking about Reggie White, Bryce Pop, J.J. Watt, Bruce Smith, Aaron Donald. Yeah, I think they're all pretty good defensive players. I think we can <laughs> safely say that. Um, who's the best defensive player you ever coached? Uh, you know, they asked me all these guys in the Hall of Fame, you know, and then, you know, you throw in Von Miller, who's still playing, and and uh, I think Demarcus Ware is going to be in the Hall of Fame this this year, hopefully. So, uh, I've been lucky to be around a lot of great players. Uh, I will say Reggie White had the best year that I've I've ever been around. He, you know, he set the record for sacks. He had 21 sacks. But he did it in twelve games. Right. We had a we had a strike year that year, so uh, we only played twelve games. He had twenty one sacks. I don't think anybody's come close to that, or will will ever come close to that. It's kind of a Babe Ruth of a record, I guess. But but he he's he had a phenomenal year that year. I don't think any of the guys I mentioned, Bruce Smith, J.J. Uh, Watt, Bryce Pop, uh, Aaron Donald would uh, be upset if they heard that you say, yeah, Reggie White had the best year of anybody I ever coached. Uh, being compared to Reggie White, being in the question with Reggie White should be enough to keep those guys happy. Coach, oh, yeah, they're all Hall of, they're all Hall of Fame guys. Uh, maybe not Bryce. He had a, he had a great year, but... Uh, but he he had a great year. He had great years with us at at, uh, at Buffalo. So, so are you are you going out on the limb and predicting that Aaron Donald's going to be Hall of Famer? Is that what you're doing? Well, hell yeah! <laughs> you, you're go tell me, you, tell me, you're not going to say. That. Oh, I'll jump on that bandwagon with you, Coach. <laughs> okay. That's a pretty easy I one. So. I, yeah. I'm just pulling your leg a little bit here, yeah. Yeah. Coach. Great I'm hoping that Marcus goes in this year, though. I, I, hopefully Thursday they tell him. Because he's a, he's a great, great player. Very good. Coach, we appreciate you coming on board with us. We want you to enjoy yourself on the game on Sunday. Uh, I hope that your uh, son uh, is able to pick your brain in one way, shape, or form, maybe to give him an extra little nugget to help him out uh, with the Rams and the Bengals. Thank you much for joining us today. Yeah, I'm I'm picking the Rams by two touchdowns. So Two just, touchdowns. All right. Yeah. He's back yeah, in the, his, his squad I, to the health. Uh, yeah, we won't tell. Hey, we won't. We won't tell Coach Taylor you said that. No, no, don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, thank you very much for coming on with us today. We appreciate. Right, Jody, that's great. Thank you. My pleasure. That is uh, Wade Phillips. Only coached in the NFL for 40-plus years, 50-plus if you had in his high school and college coaching before he got to the NFL. Uh, Very proud of his son on the Rams staff, and he was on the Rams staff with both uh, Coach McVay and Coach Taylor just a couple of years ago. But, yeah, he's bleeding Ram blue. You can tell that uh, by what he gave us here today. All right, Jody Mack coming back. We have the phones restoked. Get aboard, 855-212-4227. Hit me up here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.